Hey everyone, it's Donald. Welcoming you back to another podcast titled Safety, Security, and You. A podcast that was curated to provide tips, conversations, training information, and news about all things security and safety to keep you informed, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. Once again, I'm your host, Donald Muhammad, a 24-year veteran in the field of public safety and corrections. I have spent the majority of my time in the private security field, providing safety and security for Fortune 500 companies, celebrities, and even protecting data and property. Over the last 19 years, I have trained with the Illinois and Indiana Department of Corrections, Federal Protective Services Police, also known as Homeland Security, and completed training and numerous certifications in private security, private investigations, executive protection, and community policing. After witnessing the, the way our society has dramatically changed over these last six to nine months, I decided it was time to create a podcast that was dedicated to all things safety and security to bring the topic of security from the bottom to the forefront of all our minds to keep us safe and to keep us secure, but most importantly, to keep us informed. On this podcast, we will be discussing some tactics and tips you can use to keep you and your family safe this holiday season. Now, first, I hope everyone had a safe and happy Thanksgiving, especially with all the challenges we are dealing with during this COVID-19 pandemic. As I stated on a recent podcast, I will not enter the conversation on not celebrating with family and or friends. I just hope everyone was safe and practiced whatever they felt that was comfortable practicing to keep their friends and their family and to keep everyone safe. Especially as people have returned home, whether by airplane, train, car or bus. I say that I basically make that statement because there's been a lot of conversation in the realm of even public safety professionals, doctors, whatever the case may be, as it comes down to this holiday season and, uh, you know, people are being informed not to get together, to do things virtually. And I feel like that my expertise or my specialty is public safety and protection services, not telling people to how to celebrate the holidays. So that is just a statement that I will not cross into. The only thing I just want people to do is whatever you decide to do is just continue to be safe and to do what you feel that is safe to keep you and your loved ones and your friends safe. Now, as millions of Americans are now focusing their attention to shopping, whether online or in person, just know that criminals will be out and about as well looking for the next victims and preying upon those who are careless in their movements and not paying attention to their surroundings. Now, for those who are listening, I'm not trying to 
you know, use words to draw you in. This is not a drama. This is not a made for, you know, a made for TV show. This is real life. So when I use the words like criminals and praying and victims, this is not a drama show. This is real life. And on this podcast, I believe in being real because there is no other way to be. If you're if you're honest with the people and being serious, then my goal every time that I do this podcast or every time that I do a blog or every time that I do a YouTube video, these are designed for one thing to hopefully change everyone's mentality from not thinking about their personal security and expecting their personal security to be handled by another entity, uh, whether it be the police or private security. But everything that is going on in this world, in whatever city you live in, in whatever state you live in, in whatever county, whatever municipality you live in, we have to make sure that security is always at the forefront. Our personal security, the, the security of our family, the security of our loved ones, and even while you're sitting at home, your security should always be at the forefront. Once again, I'm not going to get into talking about firearms. Maybe in a later podcast, I will bring up firearms, but you have to do whatever that is safe and legal. Let me say that again. You have to do whatever is safe and legal to make sure that even while you're at home, that you are in a position to keep you and your family safe. So, you know, even when you go online, you have a lot of people that will be partaking in online shopping. And I'm not going to lie, I probably will be one of those millions because I don't like dealing with crowds and you factor in the guidelines and the pandemic. I just find it easier to go online to do my shopping. But even when you go online, cyber criminals will be looking to exploit those who are not as tech savvy by way of phishing emails, malicious emails, and Trojans and viruses unknowingly being downloaded and shared. I'm pretty sure for those who have you know, gotten emails telling you that we're gonna suspend your PayPal account or we're gonna suspend your YouTube account, just click here. All you're doing is when you're clicking on that, you're setting yourself up to have malicious software downloaded or uploaded to your computer or in this case downloaded excuse me downloaded to your computer when you're sharing emails that are coming from an unknown unknown person you're setting yourself up to have your computers infected with with malware even if you have an email coming from a trusted friend a trusted source you have to make sure that you have and a basically, in, you know, a scanner that can scan that email to make sure it's safe because you may have your friend or your coworker or your bestest buddy or your bestest male or female friend who unknowingly is sending an email 
that is malicious and now that's how it's being passed along so now you're infecting your computer therefore setting your computer up to be filled with you know malware that can be used to to spy on what you're doing and can also lead to uh information being obtained that can lead to identity theft or just knowing uh knowing your keystrokes which can lead to uh, obtaining sensitive information such as bank account information or any other sensitive information so you really even have to be careful online to keep from being scammed by cyber criminals especially during this pandemic and during this this busy holiday season so during this pandemic many people have lost their jobs we see it every day you know the the, the unemployment rate is kind of bouncing back and forth, but because of this surge, this new surge in COVID, the additional jobs for this quarter has went all the way down. Basically, employers did not add as many jobs as the last several months because a lot of jobs are, once again, in fear. A lot of jobs have been lost because of the continued or renewed lockdowns. So people have lost their jobs. People have lost their houses. People have lost their apartments. Some people have used up all their savings and or are tapping into their retirement accounts to stay just to stay afloat. People are hurting mentally due to COVID related anxiety and the continued turmoil COVID is causing on how people live their lives. You know, mental illness is real. People suffer from mental, mental illness every day. We have soldiers that come back from these wars and they are suffering from mental illness. A lot of them are living in shelters. A lot of them are living on the street. So it's no different than somebody who worked, who once had a six figure job. And now because of COVID, that job is now gone. Somebody that has had lots of money in their in their bank account and it's now drained out and they're in debt because they're trying to stay afloat these are some of the things that are happening every day in america so once again this COVID 19 you know people are are just anxietyed out they're stressed out and it's really causing a strain on how people live their lives during these unprecedented times, people have moved their security or personal security to the back of the line as they look to survive and stay afloat, therefore leaving themselves open to being vulnerable to criminals looking to take advantage of this already terrible situation. No matter the situation that we are all dealing with right now, your number one focus should always be on your personal security and always knowing what's happening around you at all times. As I stated in a previous podcast, you do not want to be in a situation that could have been prevented because of the lapse in your own situational awareness. Now, I'm going to back up and I'm going to stay right there because as I said on a YouTube video that I did yesterday, um, 
I was in a mall recently with my family and I was very surprised at how with everything that is going on, the recent shooting that happened in a mall in Wisconsin, and I want to say a recent situation, which I think was a shooting in a West Coast mall, I want to say it was in Seattle, how it was just shockingly amazing how as I was in this mall, nobody was really paying attention to anything. Everybody was living their lives with their mask on and just living their lives. I really saw anybody, you know, really paying attention to, to their surroundings from the parking lot, which is one of the worst places you can lose focus on what's going on around you, to walking in an environment where you have people that are all around you and you don't know at any given time what these people's motives are. So as I tell people, you cannot, we cannot be so focused on everything else and not be focused on the safety of our family and our friend, you know, if we're traveling with friends and not be so focused on everything else that we are not being aware of our surroundings. So after that situation yesterday i felt led to go home uh you know and basically do a youtube video stating what i what i saw and what i experienced at the mall because it was really shocking to see people not exercising their due diligence to make sure that their surroundings that their surroundings wasn't the best what was just i'm sorry i guess i'm just uh shocked at what i saw we'll just say it like that and like i say this podcast was really designed to get people to really bring their personal security to the forefront because i have seen too many situations where all is all it took was a couple of seconds for somebody to go from minding their business trying to do whatever and now they become a victim of a crime all because they didn't see that person coming from and you know from the left or to the right or they didn't see that person coming up from behind until it was too late where their phone was taken the wallet was taken or in some instances a weapon was pulled to gain access to what that criminal you know what that criminal wanted and like I said in my YouTube video from the experience at the at the shopping mall, I observed people putting their trust and safety in the hands of unarmed mall security guards who would more than likely run away from a situation than risk their own lives due to the meager hourly pay that they make. Most of the security guards that I saw at the particular mall some of them didn't even have handcuffs. They were just unarmed. What people don't know is that those private security guards have no obligation to help you. Most security guards in their contract clearly state that they are just basically there as a deterrent. You put somebody in a uniform and hope that their presence there will deter criminals. So as I tell people, you never want to be in a situation where you're letting your guard down, hoping that 
the security guards or the mall or this particular store or whatever, oh, they are going to protect me because at the end of the day, they're not obligated to protect you. They're obligated to protect maybe the store as a having a physical presence in an area, but they are not obligated to protect you. So you may say, well, that's their job. They're supposed to protect me. You are right to a certain extent, but did you know once again that security guards are just private citizens like you and myself? Even though just like myself, they are licensed and some are limited with their training, they are not legally required to protect you. With a lot of malls now utilizing private security companies due to shielding them almost shielding shielding themselves from liability, these same security companies provide little to no training on active shooters or even shoplifters, as they do not want the liability as well uh, as well they are afraid of being sued over actions that are caused that could be caused by the personnel so what happens is is that you will go to a mall you will go to a store you will go to a hospital and a lot of these places have decided to do away with their own security forces most shopping malls as recently as several years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago used to have their own security and these proprietary forces were trained they responded to every situation no different than going to the mall of america where their their security is in-house and they are trained as they are not police officers but they are trained in that capacity to respond as if they are police officers but when you go to a lot of these local and regional malls, they are private security guards. They have very limited training because in conjunction with the client, which can be a mall or a store, they do not want the situation where they are at risk of being sued. So they tell their officers basically do not get involved, also known as observe and report. So you cannot you cannot put your personal safety in the hands of somebody else who probably would run faster than you could run to save their own lives or because of a contract or because of fear of being sued that they would not get involved or on top of that because they lack the level of training they wouldn't even know how to even get involved so what we're going to do, and we're going to continue to look at some more statistics on security guards and how this hopefully will change your mindset on the need to be the boss of your own security. The legal powers of a security guard is the same of an everyday citizen. They are not sworn like police officers, so they do not have the powers of arrest, meaning that a security guard is just a regular citizen in a uniform, that they have no arrest powers. They are not sworn. They did not go to a police academy. They, did, they don't have the backing of whatever state 
law enforcement board. They do not have a badge. They did not raise their hand and say, I such and such swear to uphold the law. So they are just regular civilians with a uniform that really have no authority or known as arrest powers. Their jurisdiction is also limited. It's limited to the property that they are assigned to. If a crime happens, they are not legally allowed to chase, whether by foot or vehicle, as their employer even strictly prohibits it. Now, I know you've seen the media, there's been reports of, you know, security guards maybe chasing somebody or whatever the case may be, but that's not always the case. Because once again, most shopping malls, most security companies have it to where once it leaves the property or even a certain boundary, they, in fear of liability, will not go after any criminal offenders. Because once again, most security guards, unfortunately, would not even know what to do. And if they go chasing somebody and this person, God forbid, pulls a firearm, now that's one big legal mess that once again, most security companies, shopping malls will not even, they don't want, they don't want to be a part of. Most security guards are unarmed. I'm pretty sure you've seen them. You go to many malls these days and the first thing that greets you if you do see them is an unarmed security guard. They are unarmed and some are not even allowed to carry handcuffs or even pepper spray due to companies being once again in fear of lawsuits, whether frivolous or legit. Now, in most states and most companies, security guards who do carry handcuffs, who do carry pepper spray, they usually are supposed to go through a training so they can know how to safely uh, put on handcuffs in order to use to carry pepper spray a lot of places you have to be sprayed that is how law enforcement is trained and that's how i was trained to carry pepper spray i had to be sprayed to know the effects of pepper spray so it'll give you an opportunity of not just spraying pepper spray because it's at your disposal but because of fear of lawsuits and the fear of of a security guard you know, overstepping their boundaries. A lot of companies do not allow the security guards to even carry handcuffs or pepper spray. So once again, they are just a regular civilian in a uniform being in an area that they hope that the presence alone will deter criminal activity. Now, this is not by any means a way to demean or discredit the use of private security guards by any means. There are over 1.1 million security guards compared to about 660, 660, what is this, 66, 660, we'll just say 600,000, we'll just say that 600,000 police officers in the United States. Some of these men and women work every day with low hourly wages, helping to keep people safe, whether in shopping malls, hospitals, parking lots, armed and unarmed. These men and women work every day tirelessly, 
some once again at some at wages that you or myself couldn't even imagine working at you have armed guards that are making nine dollars an hour you have unarmed guards security guards that are making eight dollars an hour it all depends on the state and it all depends on what you do but these men and women are working tirelessly every day so it's not in a way to demean them in any way but just like the supreme court once ruled that police officers are not obligated to protect you security guards who make way less and some who work in dangerous conditions for sometimes very long shifts are not obligated as well whether per contract stipulations or the personal thinking of the individual security guard. I say individual security guard because you have security guards who make it clear, I'm not helping, I'm just here to get a paycheck, that's it, I'm not here to get involved. So I bring up these statistics to once again, get the listeners of this podcast who are moving around this holiday season and beyond to really not put your safety and trust in somebody who is there possibly just once again hoping that their physical presence will deter criminal activity and as i said hopefully the purpose here is to once again change people's mentality to not depend on anyone else to safely help you in the times of emergencies or most importantly allowing yourself to be lulled into a false sense of thinking that while you're on private property security guards are obligated to help especially when the situation may require a higher trained response from law enforcement now a lot of times when we need help we dial 911 so we expect the ambulance or the police to show in an appropriate manner but while you're on private property you cannot expect the security guard depending on the client they might have one security guard for that mall for that shift they might have two security guards in that in that shopping mall so you cannot depend on a private property who may or may not have security guards to be there to help you once again you have to take on this mentality that you are yet you have to be your own hero you have to be your own security the purpose again is to hopefully get people to take charge of their own personal security to allow them to be their own first line of defense with the goal of not becoming just another victim or another statistic in this world and as we approach christmas and new years we have to be more vigilant and and the the this podcast is designed to hopefully keep including myself being in this field for 24 years i still have to make sure that i'm vigilant that i have to make sure that i'm always training to know that at any given second my own security can be threatened at a moment's notice so before we end this podcast i'm gonna leave you with these words it's the most wonderful time of the year 
It's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also a time of opportunity for the Grinches of the world. You can help keep the season wonderful by following a few simple steps. Always keep your vehicle locked and keep packages and valuables out of view in your vehicle when shopping. Secure them inside as soon as you get home. Never leave a running vehicle with the keys inside unattended. Not even for a moment. Grinchers, Grinches are quick. Secure package deliveries by utilizing a video system. Ask neighbors to watch out for each other for package deliveries or have packages delivered to your place of business. Now with this COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of places like Amazon and FedEx and UPS, they have drop boxes or access points that you can have your packages rerouted to access points and to lockers. Look into that. Regularly check your credit card statements for unauthorized purchases and immediately notify the issuing bank of any suspicious activity. And lastly, despite the uniqueness of this particular holiday season, we hope you will still find a way to make it magical. And in the meantime, our team of risk mitigation specialists are available to help keep you, your family and business safe during this holiday season and beyond. Once again, this is Donald Muhammad on behalf of Diplomatic Security Services Group here in Chicago, wishing everybody another safe week. And I hope that you will tune in to our next week's podcast titled Safety, Security, and You. Have a great week, everyone, and be safe. Thank you for listening. Thank you.